Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's not for us to decide what, what should be acceptable to Ukrainians. It's up for them to decide. Now, we know this doesn't end militarily. This only ends with a political resolution of some sort. But Ukraine needs to be able to decide that, when that is, what it is that they're willing to accept, and what it is they're willing to um, continue to fight over. And our job is to be there so that they can be confident that they can choose the moment. So I've listened to that clip half a dozen times, all 41 seconds of it, and I have no idea what Trudeau's saying. None. He, he, he talks about one thing, then he talks about another. Won't end militarily, but uh, Ukraine will decide when, when it ends. Well, first of all, in the first part, why don't we pay attention to what the president of Ukraine has had to say, Vladimir Zelensky, telling the Wall Street Journal today that Ukraine is ready to launch its counteroffensive against Russia's military. And uh, he's quoted as saying, we strongly believe we will succeed militarily, Mr. Trudeau. And then he goes on to say, the, Mr. Zelensky does, we're going to do it and we are ready. Alexander Sherba is the former Ukraine ambassador to Austria, ambassador at large following the Russian invasion of Ukraine in 2014, and the author of Ukraine versus Darkness, Undiplomatic Thoughts. I've had the, uh, the distinct honor of speaking uh, with Ambassador Sherba on a number of occasions on this program about the situation in Ukraine. We haven't had the opportunity to speak for the last two and a half months, uh, Alexander, because I've been significantly ill. It's my first time back. Thank you so much for agreeing to come back on the air with us. It's, it's late in Ukraine. Thank you again. Thank you for inviting me. It's very good to hear you, Roy. Um, President Zelensky stating the, that Ukraine is ready to launch the counteroffensive against Russian forces and uh, saying we strongly believe we will succeed. We're going to do it and we are ready. Sounds like your president believes that militarily Ukraine has it now together with Western weapons to be able to push the Russians back across their border. Well, this is the mood in Ukraine right now. We are all waiting for uh, the uh, so-called, what, what, what we used to call counteroffensive. Now we call it the summer campaign. Um, and uh, we know that uh, we have the motivation, we have the weapons, uh, we, we have the right weather. So... Um, things uh, basically the stars are aligned more or less and uh, of course uh, uh, the absolute majority of Ukrainians uh, is not ready to negotiate anything but uh, complete sovereignty of Ukraine over Ukrainian soil, Ukrainian territory um, but of course everybody we, we, we are very thrilled you know, looking forward to um, uh, this this uh, offensive that we are about to begin. Uh, we see uh, how uh, Russians are nervous and even afraid uh, of what would happen. 
next and we see uh, what they write in the telegram channels military so-called military uh, correspondents uh, as they call them uh, and they are hinting at all kinds of problems russian army is facing so but again nobody knows what what tomorrow brings we are very very uh, much you know looking forward and thrilled to see uh, Ukrainian army push uh, the occupiers uh, away from our land. You know, I, I saw a video and I uh, posted it to at the Roy Green Show, and it was put together by the commander of the Ukrainian military. It's 61 seconds, and it shows the your military, Ukraine military, with uh, the weapons they've received, including leopard tanks, and if I were a Russian soldier and I watched that 61-second video, I think I'd be wanting to go home. That is, you have an extremely impressive, I understand it's a video that was put together by the commanding officer, but you now are ready for them. What about your military itself? The many losses, uh, many lives lost, um, Alexander. How's, I know you can't give me numbers, but... Do you have the numeric strength to, to stay in this with the Russians? Uh, that's that's the feeling here. Yes, we have the numeric strengths. Uh, the number that circulates uh, in Ukraine is uh, up to one million people, if you include the, of course, the military police and uh, uh, all kinds of people who are not on the front line, but military. Uh, uh, around 1 million people uh, are, you know, of, 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 well, more or less ready uh, to to go uh, into this offensive. Um, uh, uh, no, uh, sorry, uh, uh, they are wearing the military for uniform. So I don't know how many exactly are ready to, to, to participate in the um, offensive, but uh, actually... Uh, we we feel like uh, we have the strengths. Uh, I spoke to a friend of mine who uh, left his comfortable life in Austria uh, in February last year uh, to uh, go to army. He spent uh, all this time uh, fighting in uh, Vuhledar, that's right next to Bakhmut. Um, and he was telling me, it was the conversation was the first half of May, he was telling me, we are ready. We have everything in place. So uh, I don't know why the uh, military commander hasn't uh, given the uh, order yet, but uh, uh, this is what we hear from, you know, we have friends, we have relatives uh, who are in the army. So there is this, you know, uh, people talk. Um, and so the feeling is that we, we can we, we can do it, but we should understand that the army that is on the offense uh, on the offense um, actually uh, they it, it, it suffers much more losses than the uh, usually the army that is in the defensive. So it's a very very you know difficult uh, and uh, responsible decision to choose the right moment. Uh, to bring to, to to keep these you know uh, casualties to the minimum, and I understand our uh, commander in chief, General Zaluzhny, who is uh, trying to find this you know right moment. Well, the generals made some excellent decisions since the twenty second of February of twenty twenty two, 
and mm-hmm. uh, push the Russians back. I mean, they they were edging toward Kiev three days into it, and then their convoy stopped, and then they were put in reverse. And it was your forces that caused that. And that was before the uh, NATO and Western weapon systems arrived. Do you have the exact? I'm I'm asking you questions. I I'm sure that you know you can only answer maybe circumspectly, but. Are you confident that you have enough weapon systems from the West to be able to sustain a, an operation against against the Russians, against Putin? Uh, well, when you watch these videos that uh, from time to time uh, get published and leaked, you uh, they are very impressive, of course. And they are impressive for us. They are impressive uh, for Russians, quite frankly. We see it's, it's just amazing how the mood has changed uh, in, uh, within a year. Uh, a year ago, they were all, all overconfident and uh, uh, we were asking ourselves, uh, can we really, you know, sustain this kind of, uh, you know, uh, facing this kind of an enemy. But right now, the tables have turned. And uh, just to see Russians react uh, and admit that they don't have anything matching uh, this kind of, uh, you know, for instance, uh, uh, modern tanks or uh, the um, uh, the, the, uh, storm shadow rockets. They have, uh, uh, unfortunately, still the numerical superiority in the number of... uh, um usual uh ammo of uh, on the f- uh, front line they have uh, superiority in the air as far as we don't have the uh, f16s yet so. but uh in many other spheres we are extremely uh, confident that we can beat them yeah and you may have those f16s very soon according to uh, what mr biden as said in the U.S., and if, the, if you get the F-16, that's going to be a significant game-changer. Alexander, talk to us, please, about these continuing attacks on Ukraine's civilian infrastructure by Putin's mob. They, they shy away in large part from fighting your military face-to-face, but they have no issue with bombing your civilian population. Well, it... It is a problem, and it is something that we uh, here in Kiev uh, felt uh, very much uh, during uh, the month of May, uh, actually, and the beginning of June. Practically every night uh, there have been these uh, air raid uh, alerts and uh, all kinds of, you know, missiles and uh, kamikaze drones. Uh, were directed, uh, at, first of all, at the capital city and uh, at uh, other t- cities and towns in Ukraine. Luckily, we have, we in Kiev have uh, the Patriot systems, and uh, they have been showing tremendous results, including short shooting down the ballistic missiles uh, shot by Russia, which uh, Russia claimed, and ultra-sonic ultra, uh, missiles which Russia claimed uh, they uh, were uh, unreachable for uh, uh, for uh, Patriot uh, systems. So, But not all cities in Ukraine, unfortunately, uh, are uh, this lucky. And uh, half an hour ago, uh, Dnipro was hit. And right now, as we are speaking, the, the rescue operation is uh, uh, on the way, and they're trying to uh, save people, rescue people from under the rubble. 
um, yeah, this is the reality, and they're trying to intimidate the civilians. They're trying to uh, make sure we run out of ammo, but uh, they will fail again. There have been some attacks inside Russia, which Putin blames on Ukraine. Uh, is there a sense that the Russian people, in increasing numbers, are getting fed up with this and are pushing back? Uh, well, I don't know the, what the mood uh, uh, in the population is, but uh, the voices that we hear from the so-called uh, pundits they invite to the TV shows are um, sounding rather alarmist. Uh, uh, and uh, it, it, I, I would be worried if I were Putin, quite frankly, because uh, even the most, you know, dedicated propagandists uh, from his team all of a sudden are uh, starting to uh, doubt the wisdom of his uh, decisions. Um, so uh, I think there is a sign of hope. Uh, but, and first of all, uh, there is a sense uh, in Russia that uh, this huge uh, border that we have uh, with the Russian Federation is completely uh, unprotected uh, on the Russian side. And uh, if this uh, Russian volunteer corps uh, uh, develops and goes on and on with these attacks, then uh, Putin and his government might have uh, different priorities than attacking Ukraine, quite frankly. They should be uh, worried about, you know, protecting uh, their own borders from their own citizens who are disgruntled. So it's um, it's not a good situation for Putin, no. Uh, in about 30 or 45 seconds, what's your concern? You and I have talked about this in the past. I've asked you about it in the past, about Putin potentially using tactical nuclear weapons. He's, he's talking about having placed them in Belarus. How... How realistically concerning is that? I don't think I don't think it's realistic, and uh, it's definitely he cannot he won't use it on uh, uh, on a city because the whole world will you know so be against him, and uh, he will lose China and uh, India. And uh, I spoke to this soldier friend of mine. He said it will make us only angry. Yeah. Well, your president, uh, Zelensky, told the Wall Street Journal um, about uh, Ukraine being ready to launch its counteroffensive against the Russian military. We strongly believe we will succeed. We are going to do it, and we are ready. So if I may be just a little bit, um, use a little street ling lingo, kick their asses, will you? <laughs> will do. Thank you. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.